Okay, welcome to the podcast. So today we're going to continue with our series of talking with past travelers. And today on the podcast, we have a special guest from Portland, Oregon, Deborah Ray, and she's going to be talking to Trish a little bit about her past experience traveling with us. And she's brought a special group of ladies a couple times, and Trish has had the honor of traveling along with them as well. So welcome, Deborah. Thank you. So we have Trish directly on the line with us as well. So welcome, Trish. Thank you. And so looking forward to having you speak with Deborah and hear a little bit more about Deborah's experience on our trip. Trips, plural. <laughs> <laughs> so just as a kind of starting point, I guess the most recent time that you've traveled with us was up here in Canada. So you're sort of fresh off that trip, but we'd love to hear a little I bit am. more about that. And uh, maybe to start off, you can just tell us a little bit about yourself and your group of cyclist friends. Sure, sure. Um, well, I started Ladies Let's Ride about six years ago, and it was uh, just uh, me and a friend because we didn't want to run, ride with the guys. It's just grown and grown and um, we ride every Sunday morning at 9.30, and we ride anywhere from 25 miles to probably 40. Sometimes we do organized rides and ride as far as 85 or 100 miles, but that is uh, not the norm. And um, we have over 400 uh, women in our Facebook uh, group. And I would say every week we have somewhere between 10 and maybe 15 riders. And out of that 400, there's about 150 that are really active. That's fantastic. Well done. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I mean, we've really grown and the camaraderie is awesome between all the women. And we do a lot more than just a cycle as well. I mean, we have um, happy hours and we have little seasonal parties. And uh, year two, we decided that we wanted to do some traveling as well as just our local cycling tri uh, trip. So um, it's a really awesome group. Yeah, I really enjoyed traveling with you all. Yeah. Yeah, we really enjoyed that as well. <laughs> How did you find out about bike hike adventures as a possible collaborator, you know, to help organize for you? Right. Um, I think I found Trish online and I was just exploring like what we wanted to do for our third trip. And um, I think Trish and I just connected and I felt really good about the things that she had to say. Perfect. So the last trip you were on was Canada, but let's maybe rewind a little bit to the very first trip that you went on with us because uh, not only was it special because it was your first trip with us, but it was also um, a pretty special destination for us. So what were yeah. your highlights um, of traveling to Costa Rica with us? 
Oh my gosh. I mean, Costa Rica was so awesome. It was like, I wanted it to be a good trip. I always want it to be a good trip, but um, it was just off the charts in, in terms of being the right thing for the women. Uh, I guess the highlights, uh, when I first talked to Trish, she told me we we're going to do uh, the Pacari River, a two-day rafting trip, kind of to bond, and I was sort of thinking, do we really want to do that? But definitely, <laughs> definitely that was a highlight. Oh my gosh, so awesome. And um, it was certainly a bonding experience. I'm sitting right here in my office right now looking at the photos that we took of that trip. And um, <laughs> it was so fun. You know, day two was certainly exciting. Um, okay, so what else? Um, about that trip. Of course, just the cycling itself was was great. Um, uh, we'd never done mountain mountain bike riding before because we we do road cycling, so that was a little bit of adjustment. But everybody did fine. Day one of the cycling was quite challenging. <laughs> but we got through it, and and now it's become epic. Fantastic. Um, awesome. we, we love to hear that word epic used to describe our trips. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it, it certainly was. Uh, you know, if we had known probably the um, difficulty of that one, we might not have done it, but in hindsight, it was such a great experience, and everyone had a, a great time, and we ended that day at a hot springs, which is just what we needed, so super fun. I've actually and, uh, spoken to a couple of people from the trip, this last BC trip, who said after their experience, they actually wanted to go out and get mountain bikes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. You know, the other thing I was going to mention is the last day of our cycling was um, certainly memorable. It was super warm, and it was more um, it was more like jungle riding. <laughs> it was along the coast, and then we went into the most uh, kind of densely tropical roads, and it was just so beautiful. And it was super hot that day, and we were standing under the water getting um, ourselves cooled off. And we ended the ride coming back along the coast. And we were going to have lunch there. And when we got there, we just uh, ripped off our jersey tops, and in the water we went. It was such a fun <laughs> experience. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. And Trish, I just wanted to ask you a quick question. Um, you had, or Deborah had mentioned that you had recommended the Pequari River at the beginning as a bonding experience. Why did you recommend that as a bonding experience? What is it about that experience of rafting that it's, made you think the Pequari, that? The Pequari River is one of Costa Rica's very best rivers, and it's exciting. And there's, it's a two-day trip. So when you're doing the two-day trip, Day one is just class three rapids going. It's it's kind of mellow day one, and you get to this really wonderful permanent tented camp about midday, 
and it's a, a place where everyone bonds. There's a gazebo with lots of um, hammocks in it. The tents are all raised off the ground on wooden wooden platforms, and they've got mattresses and pillows in there. There's showers that are in the rainforest. There's flush toilets and sinks, and it's completely in the rainforest, and people love that place. So we love to start our Costa Rica trips on the Pacuari because it's a really good place when you're at the campsite. After you've experienced your first day of rafting and you've got some adventure, thrilling adventure under your belt, you get to the campsite and there's mojitos and all sorts of great food, Costa Rican food, and everybody just comes together and really bonds that night. We find that on every single one of our Costa Rica trips. So we do love to start adventures with that two-day Pacuari trip. And it's yeah, so beautiful. It was, and there's uh, so much wildlife, too, on that trip. Yeah, the, the camping area um, was so magical. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's just not, you're not going to that sort of thing I think any place else and we experienced a true tropical storm that night when we were there and it was the perfect place because we just sat in the um, yeah we just sat up in the upper level of um, that uh, what's it called the um, gazebo Mm -hmm. and it was it was the perfect place to watch a tropical storm go through with lightning and rain was coming down and it wasn't cold at all. And we were just drinking some wine and having a great time. Costa Rica has done a very, very good job at protecting what makes it a very special place. Their rainforests, their wildlife, their amazing rivers, their different kinds of forests cloud forest, rainforest, there's a lot of um, species of animals, birds and, and monkeys and sloths and, and you, you encounter those along the way the entire time. And when it comes to adventure, they just really know how to do it properly in Costa Rica. I would totally agree. I mean, our uh, bus driver was so willing to point out the wildlife along the way. And, uh, you know, he did so many special things to make sure that we didn't miss, miss anything. And that just takes me back to another point to our team in Costa Rica. Many of them have been with us right from the beginning. So a lot of those drivers that, that you had on your trip, Deborah. They've been working with us for 20 years, and their children have actually grown up to become guides. They started off in the warehouse, and then they became assistant guides, and then they've become guides. So it's just like a big family. Yeah. I mean, and the guides, of course, really made the trip. I mean, they were just so incredible. They um, tried to make sure that every day was special. I never, ever saw any irritation. And I mean, come on, with 25 women, you've got a lot of questions and a lot of special needs. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and they were just the best, you know? Mm. They just uh, 
kind of went with the flow. Mm-hmm. And the same thing happened, you know, in Vancouver. I mean, Paul and his crew were just excellent. Mm. It's true. 25 women at a bathroom break makes for a bit of a lineup, doesn't it? <laughs> it does, yeah. I think um, especially like on the Vancouver trip, we weren't really, or Paul was not really thinking about how long it might take us to move through the bathroom line. <laughs> Um, Trish, what is, what's one of the highlights for you of joining a group like this? Like you quite often like to join special groups when, um, when you have a chance. And so you've been able to join Deborah's group now on the Vancouver to Okanagan trip. And, um, what's your favorite part of doing that? I love to meet our travelers. I just find it like very special to Actually, first of all, Deborah was so kind to invite me on one of her group rides in in Portland when I was there. So I got a chance to meet a few of them there and experience a little bit of Portland, which I found wonderful to see it from an insider's view. But then to be able to travel with them and, and really connect and make friends and really get to know each and every person on that trip. I was a little nervous at first thinking, oh, my gosh, how am I going to remember all 25 of them and their names and their faces but I made it a mission of mine and I, I mastered it pretty quickly I was pretty proud of myself did. But I got yeah I got to know <laughs> each and every one of them I, I really got it to I made sure that I spent time with every single one of them and got to know who they were and and some of my best friends I've made from trips and I, I love mm-hmm. that that's a big part of why I love doing what I love what I do because it's it's really about connecting people and and making friends and and just you know enjoying adventures with them so that I'm I'm just mm-hmm. a real part of what we do. It's and not I just- think the fact that you talked about coming to Portland and doing that little ride with us, I mean that was perfect. It really kind of made us feel like you were one of us as well and I felt like one of you on the trip as well so I I really enjoyed that I loved what you did on the BC trip by the way and maybe you did it on Costa Rica as well I wasn't with you on that one but every day at dinner Deborah did a little a, a little prize or a an award for somebody who <laughs> was the best at um, the, I don't know, what were, I don't remember what the prizes were for. What were they, Deborah? Oh, there was a, there was a rookie traveler award one time. And there was, um, I just, one of the women uh, was a little bit more challenged in terms of our ride. So we gave her, a, I think it was a ride completion award. <laughs> and there was the survivor ward too because uh the terrain was a little bit different than we're used to on the Vancouver trip and mm-hmm. woman one woman was a little bit mm, nervous let's say and uh anyway we gave her the survivor award that, and that really, fun, really made her feel special it really turned it her did. her trip around for her 
I, it was really it interesting to watch that. <clears throat> right. And I didn't know what I was going to do every day. I just brought a few little things and whatever happened, happened. And, you know, we just made it work. Mm-hmm. And it really built the camaraderie of your group. I mean, you could already see the dedication to your group on that trip. But, I, you know, they were all in their ladies' let's ride shirts almost the entire trip. They really feel dedicated to you, your group, which is wonderful to watch. Yeah, yeah, they really make the group, those women. Um, what were some of the highlights specific for either of you to the Vancouver ride that you just completed? Myra Canyon? Oh, my gosh. We started that day off in uh, some, I guess it was a little park, and then we rode just like maybe a mile, and it opened up into that beautiful canyon with all those trestles, and it was just the most amazing day to see all the trestles and the tunnels, and it was really, um, really a special place for me for sure and I think for most of the travelers. I really enjoyed some of our, our lunches where we had lunch at a winery and we did wine tastings and had um, just or it was almost like a farm to table experience that we were that we were having while we were there and also some of our accommodation one of the accommodations in that one um, that one family family run place right. yeah it was wonderful wasn't it oh my gosh it was unbelievable every day it seemed there was such a surprise like what Trish is talking about our lodging that that uh, evening was just it was beyond belief it was like I don't know being in like Switzerland or something in the mountains it was just so fabulous and the wine tasting, uh, you know, we thought we were just going to go have a normal wine tasting, but it was so much more than that. I mean, it was a sit down. It was 25 of us seated at a very long table with a gorgeous um, hors d'oeuvres type, like wine, cheese, and bread um, in front of us. And somebody went through the wines with us and... Uh, they were paired with a certain cheese, and it was just a, it was a, such an unexpected surprise. That's what I loved about the trip. Every day was like that. Now that I've got, well, two trips behind me with bike hike, I'm, I'm very confident that I don't have to worry, will the guides be right, will the food be right, will the cycling be right because they've kind of gotten to know us and I've certainly not been disappointed I mean the bikes have been wonderful our routes have been great um, just everything about the trip has been really really w well done I feel really grateful as well that I was on the trip with you at this point as well because getting to know each and every one of the people on that trip and really experiencing what everyone is like and what they're specifically looking for 
that actually leads me to a, an interesting point too, because when you're dealing with a, a group of people, you're definitely going to get a group, a group that has, not everybody's going to have the exact same needs and not everybody is going to be in the exact same place of ability level or maybe what they're needing from the trip. So on our trip in BC, there were a number of people who really wanted to ride further and have longer riding days, but there were some who wanted to have shorter riding days and then have more time at the hotel at the end of the day to go explore the towns and just relax. So mm -hmm. Paul made that possible on the trip by, you know, because of the size of our group, we had a couple of vehicles and one group went back earlier with the one of the drivers and, and the ones who wanted to ride further got to do that as well. So just getting to know all the ladies on the trip and really having great conversations with them about what their expectations are for what they what they're wanting out of a out of a trip was very interesting for me. Mhm. Mm yeah, I would agree. I mean, you never quite know till you get there what mm -hmm. the dynamic will be, but uh so far so good. I mean, we've been able to uh be flexible and sort of rearrange based on what the group wants. And I think mm -hmm. with a group that big, you're always going to have some people that don't want to ride as far and somebody mm -hmm. else that does. So I just think we have to think about that as we go into the next um, the next few trips. Uh, how soon or how early in advance do you start planning and thinking about the next destination? And um, what's the sort of involvement level of planning a trip with us? Well, um, the funny thing is, as soon as we're on the trip, the women want to know, where are we going next? Where are we going next? <laughs> and so um, I start thinking about it probably right at the end of the current trip. And then, um, you know, I do some research and I sort of set a standard that I'm going to announce the next trip, like by November 1st. Once you do announce the trip, it sells out pretty quickly, doesn't it? Oh, my gosh. This last year was incredible. Um, yeah, it sold out, I would say, within 24 to 48 hours for sure. That's it amazing. was uh, gone, you know, just gone. And we had, I think, uh, five or six people on the waiting list. That is just fantastic. Well done. You know, it, it's always been such a great trip, I guess, uh, word of mouth, you know, everybody's waiting. Yeah. And by the way, I'm really hoping to be on the next trip with you again. <laughs> I had so much fun oh, really? with you all this year. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> and what is it like for you, um, Deborah, as being the sort of group leader of the group that you've organized, what's it like um, on that, from that point of view uh, on one of these trips? Um, well, that is a really good question. And I'll tell you why. It's because the first two trips, um, I was pretty much the lone ranger. Like, I coordinated it at all. 
so everyone was coming to me. And one of the nice things about uh, going with bike hike is it kind of takes the pressure off of me. I mean, they're so well organized and uh, we have some options and sure, I get questions and like that, but certainly not to the level of the first two trips. So I'm able to relax a little bit more. We like to hear that. And the first two trips you're referring to, they were just within the United States and you had just kind of self-organized with that? Uh, no, that's not really true. Uh, the first okay. trip was to Provence, France. Oh, okay. And it was a self-directed trip. So we did have someone help us with uh, hotels and lodging and that sort of thing. But once we got there, we were pretty much on our own. And then the second trip was um, to the San Juan Islands above Washington. And I totally did that myself, everything about it. So it was, uh, it was uh, pretty intense. Right. So you've gone from organizing a couple trips for your group, um, taking on all of the responsibility and all uh, <laughs> the connecting the dots details to being able to pass most of it over to someone like us, Bike Hike, and, yeah. uh, and we can kind of pull off the trip for Absolutely. you, and hopefully as yeah. flawlessly <laughs> as, yeah. as we could. <laughs> Yeah. I love to organize these kind of trips because they come to us with their specific needs and um, every group is completely different. Um, they might be, I mean, over the years we've done groups that were charity groups. I, we had one that was from the University of Akron and they, they did a trip to Peru that was the phys ed department and it was a four credit trip. Um, so, and now Deborah's group is like Ladies Let's Ride, um, which is a cycling club. Every group has their own specific needs and, and we can create a trip that fits that specific group just like a glove. So, um, you know, if they want four-star accommodation, three-star accommodation, if they want farm-to-table experiences, if they want an educational aspect to it. It's, I find it very rewarding to, to build the itinerary to just make, make it perfect for them. And, and you like know, I that's said, one thing um, that I was going to add is I'm always very cost sensitive. And I think Trish has done a really great job accommodating us. Like, we don't have to stay in four or five star places. A three star is very comfortable. And I think it meets our needs. Mm-hmm. And how would you describe a three-star hotel and the kind of places that you've stayed? Because I think for a lot of people, they don't really understand what three-star might mean in other countries. Because in, in a lot of North Americans' mind, a three-star could be like a super eight kind of experience. What, what, what would you say? I would say they were certainly nicer than uh, a Super 8, for sure. Um, if I didn't know better, I would say they're at least a four-star. Mm-hmm. The accommodations have been great. Uh, the service was great. The 
accommodations inside the room. I had no complaints. Um, usually, uh, we got a meal or two at that hotel, and uh, it was just perfect. We really like enjoy working with with groups, different groups of of travelers. It's a really great opportunity to have a trip completely customized um, because nowadays we're really experiencing a shift in, you know, in 25 years of operating bike hike, we started with having so many, well, we've got all of our individual trips that a lot of people join, but a lot of our travelers are starting to come to us with special requests for their, their groups. And um, it's, it's a great opportunity for different groups to travel like that and that you have the ability to go so many places you know so many different places I mean I've traveled a lot and um, I love to travel and uh, it's just uh, such the variety of places like your uh, Vietnam trip is certainly interesting to me and um, we we've had a lot of our our special groups who come back frequently tell us about different destinations that they might want to go. And we develop trips in that specific area. So one of our groups right now who travels with us quite a bit is actually looking for us to develop a trip in Peru that is going up the coast of from Lima all the way up to Huaraz, which it's not an area. I mean, we've been operating in Peru for 25 years, but it's exciting for me too to go and scout it so I'll go scout it ahead of time because I love having new experiences it's one of the things I love about bike hike is it's allowed me to experience the world so much I mean I've spent my life traveling but I'll continue spending my life traveling and I'll always be looking for new places that are off the beaten track away from the 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 over tourism that's happening in so many destinations right now. We do our best to keep people off the beaten track as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Excellent. So yeah. So unless uh, you have anything to add to that, Deborah, I think we've covered a lot of great topics and learned a lot about your group and and your past travels with us. Um, and hopefully our listeners. Anyone tuning into this and prospective future travelers, maybe, um, will have a chance yeah. to learn a little bit about a couple of the destinations, Costa Rica and Canada, as well as just bike hike as a whole. Um, so hopefully everyone gets a lot of useful information out of this conversation. Yeah, I think the one thing I forgot to say is um, we're ladies, let's ride. We're in the Portland metropolitan area. And we are an intermediate cycling group, which means we ride 14 to 17 miles per hour. And we really range quite um, a lot in age, I would say from 30. And my oldest rider is 72. Her name's Kay, and we love her. So if you're out there and you're hearing this, you know, I hope you'll, uh, you'll reach out to us. I have a question for you based on that, Deborah. So you said that you yeah. started Ladies Let's Ride because you didn't want to ride with the guys. So just what, <laughs> what is it like for women to ride with the guys? I guess they're so um, 
uh, gear geeky, you know, they've got to talk about all their gear and how much it costs. And, you know, honestly, we don't know a lot about the technical stuff. We're just out there to have a good time. And yeah. uh, they put their heads down and they ride. And there's nothing wrong with that. But we want to have a good time, have a good workout, and chat along the way. I can so relate to that because that's my experience when I go riding with my boyfriend as well. <laughs> so as, yeah. as a woman, we chat when we ride, but the guys just want to put their head down and go. And that's great. Yeah. You're right. It's great. So it's great for, we have a lot of men who organize guys trips as well. We've actually uh-huh. just finished another one of those trips and it's great because again, they can, get what they need out of the trip and it's great for women to get what they need out of the trip we're doing a lot Mm -hmm. of female groups nowadays yeah i think uh, women are looking for groups to join excellent yeah so that no that's a great point about the difference between um a group of ladies riding and a group of men riding so good question (laughs) (laughs) and and you know i think um just the vacation uh, itself. I mean, I've heard so many women say, oh my gosh, these are the best vacations ever. I mean, I think they they qualify it by saying, you know, the family vacation or the spouse partner vacation is great, but being with women is just so delightful. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So nice to, to chat with you, Deborah, and I look forward to seeing you all on another adventure next year. Yeah, yeah. thank you. I can't wait. <laughs> I'm very excited. <laughs> <laughs>